What time is it? Showtime. The brothers discuss sports and provide betting tips. The best kept secret in sports investing. Please welcome Bolt Brady and his bro. Hello, my friends. Welcome and happy spring to y'all. Got Easter upon us. Living during spring break right now. And we got Big Bolt with us for our final four. Let's welcome him in. Just Bolt Brady and his bro. What's up? And the final four is set. We got two number one seeds, a two seed, and the last four in. Mm-hmm. Big Eucla. Yeah. Welcome. Was that you uh, coming back from Miami for spring break? What's that? Were you just living it up down there with everyone else on the beach? <laughs> no, heck no. Just letting it rip, mask off? No, 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 no. I was zoning in on the final four. Right. No time to vacation. We got to zone in on my chips here. Yep. We'll, we'll, have, we'll have some time here in a little bit after the Masters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, Gonzaga and Baylor, the two ones, and then Houston, the number two seed, and uh, and UCLA. So, you know, I'm sure quite a few people out there have three out of the four. Well, yeah, it looked like uh, the party wasn't going to have Cinderella there for a second, you know, with just all the, the chalk going to get there. Right. And then they stepped it up, which, I mean, the from the play-in game to, to getting there is awesome. I think. I mean, remember, like, VCU or, or someone oh, yeah. did it a while ago? It was VCU. Big, good call. 2011. Shaka Smart. That put him on the map. It sure did. He went to Texas. And he hasn't really sniffed it since. Except he did just get hired at Marquette. I saw that. I mean, I think he's from that state. Um, but yeah, I mean, it just shows you how tough it is to get like the right equation of recruits and, and slash upperclassmen to get there. Right. And well, also just the, the matchups you end up getting. You know, some of these sweet squads get a, a tough second-round game and see you later. Right, exactly. We'll, we'll touch on that here in a minute because Houston kind of had a little easier road there. But UCLA, I mean, wow, is the ball bouncing in their direction at all. So check out these stats. So they went against BYU, right? So the, the squads, BYU, Bama, Michigan, all three of these squads are real good from the three ball and free throw. Mm-hmm. So BYU, three ball, okay, 37% normally against UCLA. 18%. Free throw line, and this is over the season, right? Yeah. Free throw line, 73% as a team. I mean, that's obviously pretty legit. Against UCLA, 56%. Ouch. What about Bama? Well, these guys sling it 35% from three ball as a team. Against UCLA, 25 And then this is the killer. Bama, good from the free throw line for the season, 71%. Uh, against UCLA, 11 for 25, 44%. Hmm. And lastly, Michigan, 38% as a team from three ball. I mean, that's solid as a team. You got to be kidding me. Yeah. Against UCLA, 27% last night. And at the free throw line, 77% as a team. I mean, that's unreal. 55% against UCLA. So this is Cinderella. Holy cow. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, we liked either team that won that play in the Michigan State. You know, I had them going two or three wins, but right. you knew BYU was just was going to get cut through. Yeah. So I mean, you know, props to UCLA and their D for, from clamping down on these teams. That's true. That's one way of looking at it. Except their D has nothing to do with the free throw line. 
Um, but yeah, I mean, this Johnny Juicing, mm-hmm. that guy slightly kept them in the ball game. Yeah. Their first 16 points last night, he had 14 of them. And I was like, come on, does someone want to guard this guy? <laughs> yeah. And it's got, you know, these arenas, that lower bowl has that feel of, of no one being there. But when they cut up and it's cool to see that some parents and some fans are at least there seeing this too. Right. So you know there's a little bit of noise in the arena also. Well, they were saying on TV that that, that Michigan actually had more people there. Um, big big Jalen was in the house. I did see Jalen. Yep, Jalen's probably not too happy about that, Jawan. That's when you know you're getting old, by the way, is when the when the coach <laughs> is someone you watched growing up playing. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. But, um, yeah, I mean, he was actually um, – Jawan was actually the Big Ten coach of the year. That's pretty yeah. solid. Last year being his first year, he didn't even get a crack at the tourney. So, I mean, basically it's his first year getting in and gets to the Elite Eight. Well, and I was I, I was watching Michigan. Quite honestly, I mean, I was like, wow, these guys, they're not that great. I didn't think that, you know, they were big, which helped them. But I didn't really see anyone that was sticking out to me. But I think what they really do is they, they play really, really hard for Jawan. Yeah, I think he does a good job as a coach, I was going to say. You know, I mean, you could see he was super into it on the sidelines. And then also, I mean, why wouldn't you? I mean, this guy went to the Final Four two times. In college, and then you know, obviously played in the NBA. So I think he gets the guys fired up. Yeah, I mean, he's been to Final Fours, two championship games, NBA Finals. I mean, you better listen to that guy. Yeah, yeah. And their best player's been out too. So I mean, they, they did well to get to where they were. I thought they'd probably get to the Final Four still, but didn't happen. No, it didn't. And he he did a good job. I and mean, what, like they say, your coach puts you in the position. It's like. They had three or four cracks there in that last 15 seconds. Oh, dude. And I mean, Wagner airballs the three. Yeah. That's nerves. Right. And the guy that catches the air ball, like, just hurries the put back. It didn't have a chance. He had six seconds left when yeah. he caught that. He could have just gathered himself and gone up for a layup. That was terrible. Mm-hmm. And then the, was it Smith, I think, had the last. Try for and that guy backed off him too much to even give him that look for three. Yeah, it was weird though because he was coming to catch it like planting off his right foot. You know, like when you're when you're the right-handed shooter, don't you like to rather shoot like planting off your left? Mm-hmm. You know, I thought that diagram was kind of plus. You know, even my wife was watching and she's like, "Why are they shooting so far away? <laughs> <laughs> They're going for the W." I'm, I'm well. That's true. That was for the W, but let's just tie it up going, you know. Remember? Oh, yeah. I, mean, I was like, go to OT or over anything. Well, know? I mean, you remember when I coached you as a little friend, and there was like, when there's no time left, I'm like, go to the rack. Get fouled. Might even get the M1. Count it. You know? Jim, Chris, I mean, <laughs> bring me back, core dad, to coach, bud. Those are your Phil Jacks days. Oh, yeah. I mean, I definitely was Phil Jacks. CYO Coach of the Year. Oh, yeah. Mac Daddy. Uh-huh. <laughs> definitely. I don't even know what the career record was, but it, the winning percentage had to be in the 80s. Right. Your squads weren't too bad. <laughs> <laughs> I, had a good, I had a good rounded team. We'd, we'd run the, the box and one at that level. No one knew what to do. I think I told you the, uh, the guy on Golf Channel, I like, um, he once said, like, Teaching Tiger Woods how to how to swing a golf club is kind of like telling Bill Gates how to turn a computer on. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
If you've got a, a pupil that understands it. Oh, are you implying you're the pupil? No, I'm just oh, saying okay. I like the quote from Golf Chin. I was going to say. I don't like to chit about myself like you. No, I don't. I'm, right. I'm just informing of what happened. Right. Yeah. So that was a good, that was the good night capper to the final four for sure. Um, and our boys from Gonzaga look like, you know. Oh, wow. Who's going to step up to the mic here? Well, the 1990 UNLV Rebels is who they need to play. Uh, yeah, they're like, this is Cupcake City. Oh, I mean, they're, they're just slamming every team by double digits. Week in and week out. Game in, game out. That's what I said. I, was, I mean, I, I haven't seen, when I started watching them play, I'm like, this, this, I haven't seen a team this dominant since UNLV. Yeah, it's like, I mean, they're playing good team basketball, obviously, but like, I feel like it's his best little mix of athletes in there, too. Oh, yeah. And speaking of athletes, he does have them because I did a little research here, not to put you on the spot, but the guy on his squad, his name's Jalen Suggs, right? The point guard? Suggs. Yeah, I know. Okay, yeah. So does that last name sound familiar for for athletics? Suggs. S U Terrell. The linebacker. Nice call. Is that his uncle or something? It's his cousin. Okay. So, yeah. I mean, dude, Terrell, that guy, ball. Like like Vince Carter and Tracy McGrady were cousins, like four times removed. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but, I mean, but these guys at least have the same last name. No, I get it. But, I mean, yeah, Terrell, I mean, he was like 2011 Defensive Player of the Year. But anyway, so that's his cousin. And so, you know how I like to look up players and see what their background was. So Jalen was not only was he Mr. Minnesota in hoops, mm-hmm. but also football. Yeah, I saw during one of the games they showed him kind of balling a quarterback. Because yeah, he was quarterback. Because I was watching him and I'm like, this guy's legit running the show. Like, see, so many of these colleges they get out of control and they're throwing up crap from three ball. And then with him, it's like, okay, he kind of looks like the big Johnny Stockton prototype. Mm-hmm. He's not out of control, and you know, he's he's solid. And then that guy Timmy. Was just dominating. Yeah, he's he's smart and he's also just agile for six eleven. I mean, he's no one's really can hang with him. No, so I mean, it was just boat race central. Yeah, I mean that was. And here's what's interesting, right? So leading up to the game, they're saying how Gonzaga is actually like not only the most efficient offense this year, like from two point land, is they, they like make like sixty five percent of their shots. But they're saying that they might be like the most efficient offense of all time. Well, USC statistically was best at defending the two ball. And mm. it didn't seem like it. No. Nope. I mean, that was a hot knife through butter last night. Yeah. I mean, and they're they're kind of proving that it doesn't matter who they face. It's not, you know, just that we slice through the WCC here. It's like yeah. they, they say bring it on. Well, so it's five straight seasons of 30-plus wins. Uh-huh. I mean, yeah, so they're solid. They're balling. The one thing that they suck at is talking shit. Like that <laughs> that, that Timmy guy, like he did the dunk down the lane, and then I guess he's like kind of like doing something with his mustache. Right. But throughout the game, I was like, dude, just don't even say anything. Like, you know, there's some people like Gary Payton that know what they're doing, and there's others that don't. Just don't even say anything. Right. Unless you know how to talk shit. <laughs> Because <laughs> they don't know how to talk shit, which is fine. I'm sure you saw that that Suggs guy is friends with the girl at UConn, too, who's balling. So they, I, they I didn't know they were that. friends. I didn't know they were friends, yeah. How do they know each other? They showed her, like, they same high school. I mean, she'd come down after football games and say what's up. Same high school? I believe so, yeah. Wow, was it like an academy or something? I'm not sure. Jeez. 
That's a squad right there. But it said she FaceTimed him um, after UConn went to the Final Four the, the night before their game. Uh-huh. And just had the chit-chat. He said, it got me kind of fired up. Nice. Mm-hmm. I actually watched that game with UConn. And- Whoa! <laughs> yeah. We have some chippers on the, the well, women's? I'm not going to watch it for some, for another reason. Whoa! Um, we, didn't, we didn't include the women's bracket in the well, show. Well, I saw that 80% of the people were taking UConn. And you know what that means. They're going to be wrong. And sure mm-hmm. enough, they were. What was the spread on that? Five. I'm sure Culpep was on it. I don't know who he took. But well, they, they only won by like a couple. Or oh, three. yeah. Baylor Baylor was up by like 17. And then uh, UConn went on a 20 over run. But I don't know if everyone wants to hear the details about that. So we'll, we'll stick with the March Madness <laughs> over here. I did say the, uh, I saw the woman's Baylor coach. She's been there for a while. But she said uh, both men's and women's tourney at this point just – throw the COVID test out the door. Like, <laughs> please don't strip, like, the public and these kids from being on the Final Four at this point. Yeah, that would suck. Like, if someone gets sick, like, they're okay at this point, was right. was her reasoning. Oh, they're, they're okay at this point. <laughs> right, but that's big techs, too, Baylor, so. Well, speaking of techs, we got the All-Texas semifinal. Mm-hmm. Big Baylor versus Houston. Yep. Houston kind of proved the naysayers wrong, too, marching through there. Dude, I thought Houston looked super solid. No, they do. Yeah. I mean, they, they, uh, they're they scrappy and they're well-rounded. Um, you know, statistically, yeah, if you look at them, like, so for the people that like to dig into stats, there's a website out there, Ken Palm, K-E-N-P-O-M. Um, it's, it's legit for NC basketball stats. Um, they don't do like the NFL. But anyway, for, for the NCAA basketball, it's awesome. And so they're saying, like, Houston didn't face one single team in their top 20, which is kind of interesting. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, I mean, they're they're sweet. I mean, they were up by 17 on Oregon State at half. I mean, you know, I don't care what the final was. They were B-racing them. Yeah, I mean, they handled them. Mm -hmm. Um, Did you see your boy Bill Walton kind of there showing his bracket before these Elite Eight games tipped off? and. He's just a Pac-12 guy, but he'd had like four Pac-12 teams in the final four. Like Oregon State, Oregon, Colorado, and UCLA. Uh, and before some of these games, like he might get three of them in there. Right. Or USC, one of them was that. But <laughs> he's down to one, which is his squad, though. I wish I wish uh, Bill did the national game. That'd be unreal. Mm-hmm. They're probably afraid he'd probably go off on a tangent a little too much. Yeah. But yeah, this is this is the first time that Houston's been back since 1984. Mm. Do you remember who the center was for them back then? Hakeem the Dream. Good call. And he versed. I didn't I verse. I didn't I didn't know remember this, but he went up against Jimmy V. Mm. Georgetown and oh. Patrick U. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. So, anyway, how about that? Patrick versus Hakeem. Who did NC State take down when it was like the fly slam of jam? Right. Well, so when they threw up that like shot and the guy caught it and threw it in. Uh huh. I don't know was that was that the championship game though. Maybe like, that was eighty two or something. Yeah. So huh. anyway, um, yeah. So the, you know, this is the first time that they've been back since the five slam of jamma. And how sweet of a name is that, by the way? Five slam of jamma. V buds rolling over on you right now, getting your years wrong. I bet. No, they're 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 on point. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think Gonzaga's gonna gonna handle UCLA pretty easy here. Well, so that's what everyone thinks because they were this guy on Twitter said that he was coming out with the lines, right? The, the sports books were coming out against the lines, and uh, 
if they if they play Baylor, Gonzaga is going to be minus five, and if they pay, if they play Houston, they're going to be minus nine and a half. This is for the championship we're cutting to, though. Right, right. And so the guy goes, okay, well, what are the lines if UCLA goes in the sports where we're like, sorry, right. Like, they're not even making a line on it yet. Moneyline Gonzaga versus UCLA. Uh, Minus two. No, I don't know. Yeah, what the is, yeah. Well, so here it is. So it's talking about that game. So the line, did you see what it is? No, I'm guessing like 9 to 11. Oh, no. Try the highest. In 25 years, it's 14 and a half. Mm. Yeah. You know, that's not uncommon to see, like, a Final Four game just get blown out, though. No, no, but it, it is uncommon, obviously, to see the, a line this high. There typically are not double-digit lines. Like, I think maybe the last even double-digit was uh, 2011. But this is the highest since 1995, and it was, like, Kentucky versus someone. I mean, they just cut through SC by, like, 19. Oh, that was just a boat race. I mean, that wasn't even a game. That was that was varsity JV right there. And you're saying, you know, Michigan doesn't blow you away when you watch them. It's like th- this this team's going to be totally different for UCLA here to face. Well, and, you know, if they can even – if they just hit their free throws, you know. So it's interesting because Gonzaga, like – only 32% of their points come from behind the arc, which, like, compared to most teams is, is not very high. Yeah. Um, and you can tell they're just super efficient running their offense. I mean, it was funny because coming over here, even my um, seven-year-old son, we were talking about, he's like, hey, Dad, he's like, I think UCLA is probably just going to be really happy that they're there and um, kind of get crushed in the next game. And I'm like, <laughs> I couldn't have said that better myself. <laughs> yeah, but... I mean, who steps onto the court and is like, this is over, you know? Well, listen, I mean, his point, which I agree with, is I think UCLA is kind of like, dude, it was unreal. I mean, we made the Final Four. Thanks a lot, guys. It's been a great run, and the Bulldogs are going to run over us. Right. I'm just saying, you putting on a uniform or anyone that competes isn't like, this is fucking already over. <laughs> oh, well, of course not. <laughs> but, but, but what does happen, though— Excuse is, the language, Bob. What does happen, though, is some guys have the eye of the tide still rocking. And, right. other, and other guys are like, this is farts and giggles. They're like, dude, this thing's slightly— Juicing me up in the lottery here. I'm balling. Tonight. Exactly. And they're like, dude, wow, the lady friends are slightly hitting me up right now. And they're not zoning in on the game. Mm. So Gonzaga, you know, they, they've had one thing on their mind. UCLA, you know, they might have been like, hey, we've proven a lot of people wrong. Let's ride this out. Have a good time and get drugged <laughs> in the next game. I think uh, I think the second best team left, though, is probably Baylor from, just from watching them as a team. Yeah. And their guards, that guy Mitchell, the four, number 45, like, yeah. he's pretty quick. Yeah. There's there's a guy that uh, in the Arkansas, the other guard was like, yeah, he's got a whole nother gear. Like when you play, you don't know it until you play him. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they obviously have the three upperclassmen. And what's you know tough about them is they average, you know, Butler, Teague, and Mitchell, they average 16, 15, and 14. So any guy can hurt you, you know? Yeah. It's not like just that one guy. No, they play well as a team, for sure. And they're scrappy, you know? They, they're they actually, but, or Baylor's 19-10 and 10 against the spread this year, and Houston's 20-11. Um, and 11. One play that I like is, so now that there's four teams left, um, I went to mybookie.ag mm-hmm. to take a look at some of the odds, yeah. and... 
Gonzaga's minus 250 to win it. Um, Houston's actually plus 750. So you put down the C note, you get the 750. I think that's pretty legit odds. That is, for only having four teams left for sure. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, get by Baylor, who knows? Right. So, yeah, I mean, and this is the first time for Baylor. They, they haven't been in the Final Four for 71 years. Hmm. That's quite some time there. So big Texas right now, and they're juice. Yeah, that's great. You know? I think they're the first game, too, on Saturday. Oh, yeah. And then and then they have the championship game on Monday, right? Yeah, we're back on kind of the normal schedule now, Saturday back to Monday. Yeah. For our boy Jim Nancer before he heads to the Augusta. <laughs> yeah, um, and we will, by the way, if you like golf, we're going to have a Masters uh, podcast as well. Um, so Houston, this is – how about this? They only faced double-digit seeds through the whole tournament. Oh, yeah. That doesn't happen too often. No. Isn't that crazy? So, you know, once again, you're sitting here saying Houston, you know, hasn't played the, the greatest competition or whatever, but they're getting like five or five and a half, right? I mean, what can you do? You can only face who, who gets through your bracket. I totally too. agree. You know, totally, a 12 I mean, seed makes it to the Elite Eight. It's not their bad. I totally agree. I, I will take the points with, with Big Houston against Baylor. They're getting five and a half? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. And they'll probably they'll be kind of pumped for the in-state thing too. Oh yeah, yeah they will. You know that's one of those preseason games. I'm sure where they always match up. I wonder if Hakeem and Clyde Drexler will show up. <laughs> they might. Yeah. I don't know about Hakeem. I could see Clyde the Glide though. Yeah, you don't see the Hakeem or too much anymore. You just kind of hear that he works with some big guys like in the summer. Oh, dude, is that well? You don't hear about Clyde either. No. No. Right. I mean, dude, how about those guys were on the same squad? What a joke. Dream teamers. Huh. I mean, those guys were ballers. Yeah. No, I mean, yep, that'll be fun to see. I mean, we're we're down to what really matters. Well, so do you think Gonzaga's going to take her home here? Yeah, I mean, they were my pick from the get-go, and and nothing I've seen would would allow me to change that here. I mean, they're rocking. Well, on mybookie.ag, before... But before the um, Elite Eight games were played, it was, you could put, um, it was um, Gonzaga not to win the championship, minus 190, and I took him up on it. So so you took the field. Yep. So basically, I need either UCLA or <laughs> Baylor and Houston to come up with a W here. Not the play. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. I mean... Dude, if Gonzaga wins, it'll be nuts. I mean, by far, they look like the best squad. It's not even close. You know, and the coach, few who's been there for days, but he's kind of got the right outlook, too. He's like, you know, this is special times. Like, we're going to enjoy this. To get to the Final Four is an accomplishment in itself. Like, we're, we're going to have fun here for a couple of days before we, we lock in on next weekend. Yeah, because have they made it to the Final Four before? I think one. Maybe. Oh, and it was, you know, it was against, it was against uh, Butler, I think, maybe, right? And they got smoked, right? Right, by what's his name? Gordon Hayward. Yeah, exactly. They were showing highlights of him. He looked so much younger. He balled. Yeah, he did. He has a twin sister, too. She was there watching. Oh, really? Yeah. But they were good. I mean, you know, that's when the coach was young and new, too. Uh-huh. So, Brad. Brad Stevens, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy when you see these guys like make their names, like but like you said, like Shaka, and then um, now the guy from uh, UCLA, he coached at Cincinnati. 
he was the coach at Cincinnati. So UCLA, they let go of Steve Alford, mm-hmm. the old Indiana Hoosier great. Oh, yeah. And then they brought in um, this guy. What's his name? Cronin or whatever. Cronin, yeah. Um, from Cincinnati. And people were like, who? Who's this guy? By the way, they need to stop showing his dad every 30 seconds. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, is this like Rolly Massimino or some <laughs> old coach? Or That's got to be his. Because I had the volume offer. <laughs> so did I. That, that's a good call on Rolly. He does look like him. <laughs> I'm like, that's got to be his dad, right? <laughs> so I had the volume off also. And I was like, dude, is this Mother Jean's brother or something? <laughs> Why do they keep showing this dude? And then, yeah, so then I put the volume on. And his, like, pops was like a coach, too. Sister Jean. <laughs> Sister Jean. <laughs> Sister Jean's bro. I mean, dude, get this guy off. Let's show the game. Holy cow. Right. Well, that coach Cronin just locked in the gig, though. You know, you make a run like that. Oh, yeah. Or the gig or, like, somewhere else where he bounces and takes the chippers. No, I mean, that's a good program. You just got to get it, you know, going again. Well, it is a good program. I don't know why. I mean, you have the sun and, you know, what comes with the sun. You know, I don't know why they're not, like, legit all the time. They did show a thing. I don't recall this, but you see, like, maybe this is when the Bannon brothers were there or whatever. But they went to the Final Four, like, three years in a row. Was that when the Bannon brothers were there? I think so. It was like 2006, 7, and 8 or something like that. Oh, no. Yeah, because they were before that, right? Yeah. So I could Tyus Edney and them were back with Yeah. It was something crazy, but yeah, I mean, obviously, you know. That's not like Earl Watson and Russ even, I don't think. (laughs) Were Earl and Russ on the same squad? Um, Earl and Baron Davis, actually, I think. Russ. I don't know if you saw the highlights last night. Oh, no, Russ was with Kevin Love. Okay. Russ Um, had a dip down the lane last night. Yep. And my boy Shea Cotton should have been with um, (laughs) Shea, Big Baron and them, too. Shea, if you're out there, buddy, just watch the documentary. Wow, you got worked over, bud. Yeah, if you like hoops, uh, Amazon Prime, Man Child, the Shea Cotton story. It's It's a good watch. Yes, it is. Most definitely. The guy should have been in the NBA, but... Yeah, didn't happen. Yeah. Okay. Well, we got some games to look forward to. Mm-hmm. So you're going with Gonzaga versus who in the final? So, well, I'm going with Gonzaga and Houston here. You're going with the field because you want your chip. <laughs> no, I like Houston. Really? Yep. Yep. We're going with Houston. Well, the points, but you think they're going to make the championship? Well, I'm just, I'm not even thinking past the points. We're just... We're just going to take the points. And then would you take Gonzaga to win by 14? Well, no. So, no, Gonzaga, oh, over UCLA? I know. You're taking them to win. I'm just saying, yeah. what about the points? Oh, the 14 and a half? Jiminy Christmas. I wouldn't touch that. The over-under is 146 and a half, I believe. I mean, if you're touching the game, I'd take the under there. But here's the thing with Gonzaga. Like, I've noticed every game, they come out firing. Like, they score, um, I think, in the first five minutes um, of their last game, they had, like, 17 points, right? So, I mean, like, you know, if you times that by four, they'd have, like, 68 points in the first half. That just shows how much they're they're coming out of the gates. So, what I do like to keep my eye open for is that when the Gonzaga game first starts off, the over-under skyrockets up, okay? So, for example— You're talking about in-game betting? Yes, Yes, thank you. So in the last game um, against USC, USC, the over-under was 153. 
and it shot up to the 162 in the first five minutes because they were scoring so much. That's when I came in and hammered the under. Hello. Mm. So keep your eyes open for the in-game under with Gonzaga. So let it tip and then take the under. And then I'm, I, um, we won't speak to you before the uh, championship game. And the over-under is going to be, I'm guessing, in the like one, probably about the same for the championship game, like the 146-47. Roll with the under because they're going to be a little tight for that championship game. Yeah, that typically one starts off a little slow. Mm-hmm. And Gonzaga's, because Gonzaga's so efficient, they're going to bump that thing way up. And the thing is, is like they do it all by like stats and numbers, the over-under. And it's like, dude, those were all against different teams. Now you're going up against, you know, supposedly the second best team in college hoops. You're not going to be able to score against them as efficiently. Mm-hmm. We'll roll with the under there. All right. All right. Looking forward to it. It's going to be a fun one. Mm-hmm. Uh, do not forget to check us out on Twitter and Instagram for some updates on there regarding games. It's at Bolt Brady Picks. And also write some reviews on Apple Podcasts. We're giving out hats for a couple reviews each week, so hit us up there. Let's give it up to the sponsors for the week. You got to check out what mybookie.ag's got going on for March Madness. It's time for you to shoot your shot and score big on nonstop action with MyBookie. Select the winners from 63 tournament games in my bookie bracket for a chance at 10000 in cash and catch this. It's only $1 to enter. I mean, come on. You got to do that. It doesn't matter if you're filling out multiple brackets, going for the championship, player props. MyBookie's got you covered. Sign up at MyBookie.ag and use promo code BOLT, B-O-L-T, to secure a deposit bonus up to $1,000. That's right, up to $1,000. Use promo code BOLT to claim your deposit. College hoops, NHL, no matter what the sport, no matter the minute, from tip-off to buzzer, MyBookie puts the action in your hands with in-game live betting. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie. And Chili's Bar and Grill, always a great place for a game and some chow. We will come at you, I think, for the Masters. We'll do one, right? Oh, yeah. Um, so we'll do the Masters, and then I think... So the Masters will be next week as well. Yep, that's uh, yep after Easter weekend. And then the NBA playoffs is uh, May 18th. will be after the Masters, about a month after the Masters. And yeah. the NBA playoffs start the 22nd of May. Yep, yep, yep. And like, like you said, shoot us some reviews. We just got a new truckload of... Uh, some cool white bolt brady hats all right yep do that for sure we'll check you guys in a week or so but enjoy the final four see ya